KBBBL <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Where the extra B is for BYOBB. Where's my elephant? It's good! It's good! It's good! Hello, it's a pretty good episode. KBBBL Podcast. Where it's all good. And the extra B is for BYOBB. And what's that extra B for? Bring back the head. Perhaps Beheaded. a uh, meaning there. Uh, <laughs> bring back Beheaded the head. Also works. Yeah, beheaded's good too. I am your host, uh, Space Davin Four, and with me, my co-hostesses is is is, is who <laughs> pulled a few boners when they were younger. Oh my God. I'm glad I'm not the only one who caught that. Obadiah and Edgar Allan Poe, <laughs> whose name I am somewhat jealous of. Uh, and we are well, here the... to review Season 1, Episode 8, The Telltale Head of The Simpsons, yeah. written by Al Jean, Mike Rice, Sam Simon, and Matt Groening, directed by Rich Moore. So, you know, seems more like a writer's room for this one. Yeah. They all get their name. A lot of contributions in the writing credits there. So, fellas, why don't we just jump right into the sweet, sweet shade of our beloved turnip tree. To the cool glass of turnip juice. Or the beer that makes the days fly by. Beer. Now there's a temporary solution. Did you guys bring a temporary solution? I did, yeah. Uh, I'm just going through the case I have of Dirty Blonde, so it's another Dirty Blonde, but I'm drinking. Yeah, this is this is Baker's wild night of having a, a tall boy on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only alcohol I drink. On, uh, <laughs> dry January. Yeah, I am. I have a um, another non-alcoholic options from from bex which i think is also a german beer like the heineken last week it's a little lighter slightly less flavor than the heineken if i had to pick between them i'd probably take the heine but you know it ain't bad what can you do it staves off the uh the cravings you have the chocolatel which i've never had before but it's organic barrel aged dark chocolate stout from Big Spruce Brewery uh, here in uh, Nianza, Cape Breton, Nova Scotia. I've been to their brewery. It's pretty pretty nice up there on the hill there overlooking the water. Quite nice. Actually. I haven't been there, but I've heard uh, it has quite the reputation. Uh, yeah, I found a sweet fishing spot down the street, too. Um, and it's it sounds right up my alley. So, you know, fellas, I'm about to take a sip for the first time here and let you know. Yeah, that's... Let's see, it was the first impressions on your on the Davin palette. Just a just a just a speaking of you know, bring back the head, just enough head there. You see, yeah, just so you, you, get, you, you get the flavors and the aromas. This, it's all about this episode's all about head and boners, apparently. Um, yeah, yeah, a lot of double entendres in this one, right? Eh? Yeah, a lot of double entendres. I like it. 
Uh, I like yeah. it. It's quite a good beer. I also I am I'm predisposed to this episode just because it's a, got a Poe reference in it. I do like the anything Ground, to say but... about this, Francis? Congratulations. You know, Francis was once a, a, a head kicker himself. Yeah, I used to compete national level karate when I was a young buck teenager. Um, now my son does taekwondo now. Actually, right now, Sam he just got his. Uh, well, he got a black stripe, but it's kind of funny because, like, I don't know how legitimate that is. Because for the kids, this is as far as I ever got. Well, but for the kids, they break it all up. Like he's like legit. This is like his fifth stripe on his white belt, and I don't know if that's like actually part of the grading system or if they just break the curriculum up before you yell about for the sake of the kids being able to get a little something to keep them interested. So I don't know if the, the black stripe has any real significance or if it's just like what this particular club has done for the sake of making the the curriculum palatable and like able to be consumed by like six-year-olds. Um, but yeah, you, I mean, he, he loves it. I was, what? I was a black belt. Um, Great episode says cousin Dave. Dave likes the telltale head. Any yeah, opening thoughts okay, before actually. I get into the synopsis there, fellas? It was okay. Yeah, let's um, let's get into this. Yeah, I, you know what? I feel like I'm weird. Like I was a little underwhelmed with it, even though I remember this episode a lot from a kid, and there's a couple gags in there I really like. Um, but I don't know, something about it just didn't really I got a little bored with it. But yeah, let's let's get yeah. into the same. Get to I that. had the same feeling actually, and it was I had the exact same feeling you said where I remember it a ton as a kid. I thought it was in later seasons. I it's iconic, like for one sure. Of the, it's one of the super iconic ones. It's referenced and, a lot, yeah. too. That's maybe part of the reason is that it, it's often cited as one of the, the big, like, bad boy Bart moments, you know, where he cuts off Jebediah's head. Yeah, South Park was, references it in Cartoon super, Wars. Super funny. Oh, well, no, oh, yeah. It, also, the moralizing of this on, one yeah. get a little heavy-handed, I think. Very introspection. Uh, so the chalk gag was, I did not see Elvis. But Eagle Eye Baker here noticed that there was a single line at the bottom that Bart had written that said, I did see Elvis. Yeah, uh, I can't take credit for that. I did, I did see online, but I paused it and then took a screenshot to confirm it. Uh, yeah. They snuck it in there. And what's wild is that it's not the dominant shot of the chalkboard that you see when it's zoomed in towards Bart, it's actually only visible for like half a second while the camera's panning the into the room. Yeah. 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 Uh, so very nice little Easter egg on the part of the, the production staff in this episode. And the couch gag, Bart goes flying into the air and never returns. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this, he's into space. <laughs> I love yeah, that pop again. Noise. Like Bobby Schmurter's hat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I had the same feeling. It was interesting. <laughs> Baker gets the reference. Yeah, uh, I love hip hop, man. <laughs> we can, yeah, right. we'll explain it to Davin later. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll show him some other time. <laughs> now it's time for a breakdown. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> Well, this episode opens up with Bart basically doing a confession. Yeah. Uh, Interesting start yeah, that it starts it, uh, in media res, like in the middle of the, the action and then cuts back and then it cuts, yeah. you know, forward in time again and then it concludes. 
yeah, I forgot Thompson about that. Like I looked at it. It's like earlier that day or like an hour earlier. It's just like yeah, I thought my Disney Plus was like glitching out. I was like, oh, why am I in the middle of this episode? And I like put it back, and I was like, oh no, they're just doing that. Okay, you checked <laughs> for that very same thing. <laughs> yeah. Also interesting. This is a very rarely used thing in The Simpsons, and I think this might be the first time that we see it. They actually just show you the title of the episode. It just says like the telltale head. And, yeah, like, I have that white here, text. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting choice. Yeah, it's a real kind of like the way they did it, the way they did the storytelling, that sort of thing that like, gives a little off the center from what we normally see. I don't know if they were trying to do it specifically because of the like Poe reference or if they were just trying something new and decided not to really, you know, run with that kind of thing. But yeah, it could be the Poe reference. It's hard to say. Definitely the writers liked Poe because we see the, the Halloween episode coming up. Yeah. They, they go back to him. And they reference and him I, all the I, time. I also like Poe. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I do too. Isn't he one of the jurors for the episode where Homer gets his uh, soul? Like the bargain for Homer's soul? I think he might I be. I remember that one. And he's, this is like the jury of the damned or whatever he says and he calls yeah, it. Yeah. The... I, yeah, the different jurors. I know it's like... Uh, for sure. Sean Wilkes Booth Richard, is there. Yeah, um, Richard Nixon, he's like, but I'm not dead. You know, I just yeah. published my... Yeah. <laughs> he's like, shut <laughs> up, I did a favor for you. <laughs> he's like, yes, master. Yeah, and like Andy Oakley and Edgar Allan Poe might be there. I can't remember. Yeah. Blackbeard the pirate. I don't know if yeah. he is, actually. But Blackbeard's like, this chair be high, says I. He's, he's sitting in the, the baby's seat. Yeah. Great, great episode. I'm excited to get to it. But this episode... So the family's getting ready to go to church, and Homer's watching the football game because he's got money on it. This isn't gambling, Marge. It's a lead pipe cinch. <laughs> it's not gambling. It's not gambling. Yeah. It's, a, it's a lead pipe cinch he's doing. But uh, So he's, he's listening to it on the way to, on the way to church, <laughs> and uh, uh, Marge is not happy with the whole thing because uh, Bart's trying to sneak his... Uh, Walkman, his little what does he call it? His, his personal radio. <laughs> personal it, radio. It, 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 <laughs> has it ever been called that, or is that just Marge being very unhip? You yeah, feel like that's, that's Marge. supposed to be that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, she the takes it from him, bag. but Homer sneaks it in because Homer wants to keep listening to the football game. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the first really big nagging Marge episode. I feel like because we saw Homer yeah. in an earlier episode. It shows how much. Life. It shows how different she is than the rest of the family too. Like the rest of them are all kind of the same. Lisa's smart, but she's still like Homer and Bart in a lot of ways. Yeah, like none Marge of them want to very go to church except Marge today, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And again, it's kind of get that neat Homer and Bart thing where like Bart gets in trouble for being mischievous, and Homer has the exact same idea. It's like, oh, I can just use this thing now. It's like not, not any thought to like discipline or what message that's going to send, right? Laza who? Laza who? He goes to church every week and he's just like, Laza who? What? Yeah, no idea. (laughs) Kind of a great little comment on how I think a lot of uh, middle Americans just don't have much awareness of what's actually in the Bible or the content of the religion that they participate in. I did enjoy so the this... uh, the Reverend Lovejoy like commentary, and it's actually the announcer while he's doing his sermon. I did find that pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a great the way it's sequence. This... It was very good. 
this this is introduction of Robin Lovejoy, by the way. Introduction of like six different characters in this episode. Yeah, a lot of important ones. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a poo, the biggest. I'm sorry, but the answer is no. Why not? Because heaven is for people. What about my cat, Snowball? I'm sorry, but the answer is no. Will there be cavemen in heaven? Certainly not. Um, ma'am, what if you're a really good person, but you're in a really, really bad fight, and your leg gets gangrene, and it has to be amputated? Will it be waiting for you in heaven? For the last time, Bart, yes! The last time. Yeah, I love yeah, that yeah. it, it, it multiple times has come up. Okay, straight up though, not even kids. Have you guys ever been in a fucking staff meeting like this where you're like, okay, they're like, this is the one simple thing we're trying to explain to you. And then idiots just keep bringing up the most like far off, far out one off scenarios. Well, what if this random crazy thing that I just thought of happens? Then your rule won't work, mister. And it's like, okay, but that's fucking not going to happen. Like, shut up. I want to get out this. <laughs> yeah. Like, keeping us here longer. You, yeah. you, you can't make a list of rules to account for every corner case. It'll be too long. You just got to have a little bit of flexibility. This thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I had one of those meetings just the other day, so I know I know exactly <laughs> how that goes. A rigid stick breaks in the wind. Yeah, I love that that whole thing there with the heaven and everything. Today's uh, seventh really? which I've entitled "Gambling the Eighth deadly sin <laughs> <laughs> is it like wouldn't gambling fall under like avarice like greed like i don't yeah i think that's the joke <laughs> i don't yeah i think so yeah oh no it, i think it is it's just it's it's a very subtle joke it's nice oh there's very there's there's a lot of mix mix of humor of humor in The Simpsons. You have subtle jokes, you have dumb like laugh out loud comedy, visual gags. Yeah, it's already becoming the show it eventually becomes. Like they're already doing these subtle. This one's just not like constant zingers. This one has a bit of downtime in different spots. Oh, but it's setting up so much with the introduction of Revlin Lovejoy, Apu. Uh, even Kearney and uh, Bopple, Jimbo. Jimbo, the three bullies. Yeah. yeah, up till now we've just had Nelson. Yeah, he's also they're the not together in this of, episode, uh, though. Interestingly, this fellow here. Ah, yeah, oh, yes, I forgot different. about that. Yeah, His look at little, no speaking role. Look how well, strange he, he looks. Oh, he just yeah. a slide whistle. Yeah, 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 just slide whistles. But but yeah, he gets called sideshow Bob. But honestly, like the core of so it's kind of looking like looking at a like an almond short version of Homer. Uh, the core of yeah. the character, the idea of it is still there. They tweak him a little yeah. bit when they decide to yeah. make him a bigger character. But yeah, it's interesting that they had Sideshow Bob this early on. This is also Krusty's first episode. He's on the, the, the cereal box in the intro, but this is his first actual speaking episode and appearance. So physical appearance. first. They're really yeah. building out the town in this episode because they're all in that angry mob. Yeah. Um, so then, they you know, Bart, mob, yeah. Homer gets his bet. And he's just like, that's where he's like, it's good. It's good. That's a good gag, yeah. I think. That yeah. reminds me of my other favorite Homer outburst, outburst in church where he falls asleep and smacks his head and just goes, oh, damn it. Does he say God damn it or is it just damn it? No, Either way, he, just says, he just says damn it. Oh, yeah. Screams it out. <laughs> uh, but this is I like, this it. is kind of the same, kind of the same gag, just for the ex, ex 
exclamation in church. That's uh, yeah. speaking of. Can we briefly talk about uh, like the church uh, one, uh, like maybe just like generally, but also like as a setting for the Simpsons. Uh, I'm curious, did you guys go to church growing up? Did you have an experience like Bart or Lisa? I went to Sunday yeah. school until I was like five or six, and then they at my parents asked me if I wanted to keep going, and I said I didn't believe in God, so they didn't make me go anymore. My folks didn't really take me. Um, I had a babysitter who was Italian, so she of course was, you know, a pretty devout Catholic. So sometimes she would take, but not like to like service. She would just like if we were walking by, she'd stop in for a second to pray. Once or twice she took us to a couple services. But I remember being so young I didn't really get it. But like now that I think about it, like she was elderly, like she was probably like praying and had like sick family members or potentially, you know, dying family members and just want to pay respect to go oh, i got these fucking kids in tow though but <laughs> and she used to make us do like the father son holy spirit before we left for school every day which i mean some people are like oh they were forcing on you i'm like oh, no, it was pretty harmless it was, more, it was more just like a setup yeah. like be safe for the day kind of thing right i'm not here to 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 talk about the the good or badness of religion really i'm just i was just curious i um I didn't go to church regularly growing up, but I did go to a, a Catholic school, elementary school, just because it, my parents basically lied because it was a better school for me to go to. And <laughs> like, yeah, he's Catholic, sure. Uh, so I remember going to like church events for school, which was kind of interesting in retrospect. I didn't really think much about it at the time. And kind of like you, Davin, I sort of just came to my own, you know, I fell, I fell out of it, I, you know, so uh, interesting to see in The Simpsons where the moral bedrock of the show in a lot of episodes revolves around the church, participation in the church, uh, you know, Christian morals. Uh, a little different than, I guess, our backgrounds. But, uh, yeah. Well, I, I think, know. too, it might be the just... timing as well, like, in you know, in middle yeah. America or whatever. Like, it was a, a cornerstone of, like, a lot of families, obviously, but again, they, they you know, take the piss out of it. They're like, you know, we, no one takes it seriously. No one really cares. It's just something yeah. you feel obligated to do. And you're constantly being, like, judged, and especially later when you get, like, Reverend Lovejoy and, like, his gossipy wife and everything. And they're just like, you know, oh, we, basically get, yeah. we basically get, like, looked down our noses at to be here anyway, right? Like, what's the fucking point? So I think I they do a good... Yeah, think of she's a children. good character. But I think yeah. they do a good caricature of, like, the American sort of lazy religious institution yeah. right because i think even today statistically uh I, like something like three quarters of americans believe in god like most americans are religious but quite often uh yeah it's a sort of more of a social participation in the in these functions like you go to church for weddings and for funerals and you go to sunday services because that's where your community members are and uh and yeah, I think that's what we see as an immigrants, right? <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, yeah, all those great little. The goes to heaven, but the dummy doesn't. Oh, 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 me, Bart. What about a robot with a human brain? I don't know. All these questions. Love a breakdown. Is a little blind faith too much to ask? <laughs> see, that's great. Love I love that, it though, because. Like... They're, that's that's that, the writers that, making me, fun that of these. <laughs> feels like the old generation talking to the new generation, and yeah. the new generation wants answers for these things because they're, and the old generation just like back in my day we didn't ask 
didn't get asked these questions. Yeah. Like, like yeah. just leave me alone. Note, note that Lisa, she doesn't have really much in this episode, but she does when oh, they come cool. back from church. She comments to Mars, like, oh, yeah, we we're learning like all the secrets to life. And she seemed very, like, disaffected by what she'd been told about, you know, snowball doesn't go to heaven. It sucks yeah, to suck. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. That's and we, of course, see. Up on that really. Yeah. Yeah, if you go back and watch it, you can see that she's very troubled by it. And, of course, we see Lisa go through a spiritual crisis. She meets Paul McCartney and uh, becomes a Buddhist. Uh, <laughs> and then Apu sings uh, a, oh, a beautiful song for her. <laughs> first Apu episode as well, Sam. Yeah, yeah. Apu appears in this episode. This is a really significant episode for that alone. Yeah, just how many it's a significant episode. It's just not super good. It's just not funny. Yeah, and the yeah. moralizing, the moral feels a little. Less it's, a, it's a little funny compared to like yeah. the, the other ones. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, we can get into that more in the Jebediah. Whole congregation, and today's sermon was one you should have really listened to. What was it about? Gambling. Oh. He didn't by any chance say that under certain circumstances it was all right, did he? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Good try, Homer. But yeah, so then they're they're home from church, and Barrett wants five bucks because he, even though he's not allowed to go to the movie, because Barrett says he's not allowed to go to the movie. Didn't oh yeah, Space Mutants Four. Space oh, Mutants Four. So classic. He asks Homer for five bucks, and Homer's just like, "Share the wealth." That's what I always say. No, but I like I like the Homer Bart play here again. Like they're both trying to take the headphones in. He asked for the five bucks. Yeah. Homer knows he's going to the movies. Like, hope you're not going to see a certain movie yeah, or a movie certain, a certain space someone. Then gives him like he's not a mean going, spirited dad. Yeah, he's yeah. not a mean spirited dad. He's he's he, but he, a bad dad in, in many yeah, respects. But he gives he gives Bart the five dollars. <laughs> he knows he's probably going to go see the movie. But that's yeah. what Bart wants to do. He know. encourages him to. He's just like, yeah, what's they're... a boy without hijinks or whatever? That's when he... Yeah, you know. Well, what is a boy without hijinks? You know, my dad yeah, showed me know. Terminator, Predator. Oh, yeah. You know. I turned out okay. I think. You've got a master's okay. Yeah, it's true. All these people dropping out of university be like, maybe you should have let them watch more Terminator like Baker. He's got a master's. Yeah. <laughs> So, you yeah. know, uh, Bart skateboards down to the movie theater, and that's when he runs into Jimbo, Dolphin, Kearney. Yeah. First time for these three characters. And I actually forgot how funny Jimbo usually is. Like, I <laughs> think he's great. probably the yeah. funniest of all of them, but he's, he's quite uh, funny. What does he, what does he say he here? Oh, yeah, this. Might land on my Can face we... and end up looking like you. <laughs> you little punk. Hey, man, leave the kid alone. I like him. You do? Yeah, you're witty. Yeah, you're witty. witty. Yeah. That's not what you expect, like the bad kid in an elementary school to say. It's it's a very unwitty thing to say, which is what's funny about it. Like he doesn't have a clever way of saying you're funny. He's just like, yeah, you're witty. Uh, witty. I disagree, though, David. I think that Kearney is my favorite of them. Uh, the he recurring jokes moments. that he has. He's like forty or something. Yeah, 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 yeah he's like. <laughs> Yeah, because they'll like get from my kid. car and like my my yeah. divorce was tough on my kid and all this stuff. Like, you know? Yeah, <laughs> they still let him go to elementary school, and he's still a yeah. bully that like beats up little kids. Like what? It's great. You great. should be in prison. That's a great moment. <laughs> Dolph is Jimbo, definitely. He should be in prison. I'm putting my foot down. But he, but he has some moments too. Dolph has some some moments. They're all good. Yeah. 
Jimbo does have some funny lines though, as you get to the seasons. Yeah, only saps pay to see movies. Hey, Bart, come on. But sneaking into a movie is practically stealing, man. Practically, it is stealing. It is well, stealing. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we weren't deluding ourselves. What prescient was that though, in the age of like streaming and the internet? You know about you know watching movies for free, like only saps paying to see a movie you know wow Once yeah again, simpsons were a bit ahead of their time yeah well but i mean that was also like at a time where stealing a movie it was a thing actually could... physically going there and sneaking in not just yeah. you know, hey i'll just download this thing and download hundreds of movies at a time. yeah the, the idea of ownership has changed radically i think since the simpsons that's part of the problem like like the idea of watching a movie for three is being theft is kind of into the idea of it being like a physical product. Whereas now we live in an age of streaming where like a lot of people don't ever own the television shows or the movies or the music that they participate in. They're like paying subscription fees. These guys are just sneaking in. So <laughs> even by today's standards, you know, that's still just, it's I guess funny that like, we keep, we keep getting sidelined here, but like I was just at Walmart the other day, just got I need like a watch battery or something, and they still had like DVDs lined up. And I'm like, who the fuck buys a DVD this day and age? And, hey, like, and I mean, sixty year old, five years. Yeah, and I mean, like I mean, like you know, even in, even like five years ago, it probably would have been like not that uncommon to still have like your DVD collection. You know what I mean? But now some people are getting a little uh, weird or wary of the streaming services because there's so many of them yeah. now, and they're all pulling their content into different places yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. on DVD, that's good for, like, collectors who want something physical, too. Like, some people, you know, movie buffs like this. Everyone should go buy a physical Deep Space Nine. For sure. Go buy it. Deep Space Nine, physical copies. Go get them. <laughs> but just very briefly, you know, the more Simpsons Sam definitely buys DVDs, Francis. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, there you that's go. Pretty, some people like to own it. said it, but... Francis can it's be pretty easy and hoity I didn't mean sometimes. to be so harsh. It's definitely <laughs> less common, though. Uh, but uh, yeah, just Simpsons takes the moral stance that you know, you steal, you sneak into a movie theater. It's bad. I'm not. You know, I did study. You just tried to sneak drinks into the movie theater. I got caught sneaking a pop in my my sleeve, and they kicked yeah. me out of the theater because I'm not. The day, man. Yeah, Lucky they I'm didn't not here to condone them. sneaking into theaters, yeah, I but also I do think that there's like you know degrees of, of uh, you know, these types of things. Spark is a ten year old boy; he's impressionable. Uh, also, you know, movie theaters. You could argue today that it's a little overpriced. You know, I don't, I don't. they always kind of well, no, they weren't bad. I mean, I used to go see a movie for like five bucks. The and markup's gotten for, pretty. It was like three seventy-five. Yeah. Think. You know what? If you don't, but that was back when theaters had one movie for like a week to a month, and it was one movie. Well, really, <laughs> so, if you don't, if you don't buy concessions, the prices are like halfway reasonable. Like it's like twelve bucks for an adult, yeah. like kids, like eight bucks. So like if I don't, I mean, I'll, you can get him a kid's meal for something like ten bucks. Seems so that's not too bad. That's like thirty bucks. As long as I don't want to get a popcorn and a pop for an extra twenty dollars, it's not too bad, right? Mm. But that's where they get you. Is that like, oh, you want this bag of popcorn that cost me eight cents to make? That's twelve ninety five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so where are we at here? So yeah, they're they then they head over to the Quickie Mart after they get kicked out of the movie because they do get caught. And that's when we see Apu for the first time. 
And he has a pretty yeah. funny first line. He's like, I've got eyes in the back of my head. And then he turns around and they just like steal a bunch of shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apu, there's so much to talk about with him. I mean, uh, we don't need to get into it. I don't. I'm think sure really we'll get into it. it. Yeah, Except, but, yeah, not not here though. Yeah, there's so much just, we can't cover. Wait it for all a right bigger Apu episode, and then we'll get into it. Yeah, like uh, yeah, he's great. Sam what already started it here with his uh, hashtag bring back Apu. So. I I don't even want to touch that. <laughs> my opinion. Yeah, we're not going there today. Too much into the weeds. My opinion. They should just end the show. The show shouldn't really. Be you think they should have ended the show twenty years ago? Long, yeah, yeah, a long time ago, probably. Put it out to yeah. pasture. You know, Bart, I've been kicked out of all four space mutant movies. Wow, man. How do they end? Yeah, well, How do you know the plot? You guys ever <laughs> been kicked out of the theater, or is it just me? Uh, no, I've been I mean, told I, to I be quiet. Legit. I've been told to be quiet. These guys are just the, they're, they're the they're the other kind of bad kids. They just act nice and get tattoos. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Speaking it's just up, speaking one, up. One thing, like, <laughs> okay. Even in my like, I don't know, like I don't care if someone sneaks into a movie, it's just nothing I would do. Like, even in my like wild days, one thing that never did it for me was like was like theft. I didn't sneak into places, I didn't steal stuff from stores, you know, or drink or smoke weed or go party, whatever, but it's just something like, just take it, like, that just never appealed to me in terms of, like, youthful badassery. I was trying to right? quench my thirst with the amount of funds I had available. Mm. Yeah. You were stealing that, profits from the corporation by I think that the, the things just, wow. Jimbo and Corporation. They're getting into trouble, you know. They're getting into not just like you know, bo- you know, boys. Where's my violin? I need to play a dirge like for the trouble. Yeah, sure, excuse me a, a second. It was a joke. But yeah, you're right. But they're just they're just getting in trouble for the sake of getting in trouble. Is all they're doing, right? Yeah, not a good influence. Well, those three are, are like little delinquents for sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're on the path to like probably doing more serious criminal things as adults. Yeah, like, Kearney already has. Like Kearney's yeah, already forty and. Still in elementary school, so he's already failed. Is it established that he's forty? I thought the joke was that he had a child. I don't know how old he is, but he's old. He has a kid. That <laughs> no, that's joke? what I thought. Is like, so, that's I think a the joke is that he fathered a child. Yeah. No, I don't like that joke. I don't like that joke. I'm not going to so go there. So he's a four year old proof. in elementary. I got to no, look that up later. No. Yeah. How old is Kearney? Maybe in the oh middle, somewhere like thirty. Like, yeah, yeah, so Bart gets the squishies because you know he likes to share the wealth, as Homer always says. So then uh, they the start squishy. throwing rocks. They're uh, at Jebediah Springfield's statue, and Bart tries to make Bart's a stand. Like, Why first. are we doing that? Because Jebediah Springfield's pretty cool. He beat a beat up a bear with his bare hands. With his bare hands. Wow. They, they <laughs> and run then some guy, some old man ground. comes out and he's just like, "Hey there, have some respect, little kids." Some like shopkeeper chases them away. Is it like the ice cream shopkeep. shop guy? No, I don't know what store it was. He it's has like an, an apron, apron on, on, though. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think yeah. that's just like standard shopkeep look. Drawing this guy. An ice cream shop, I guess. So then they go. Uh... Is that when they go lay in the clouds? No, no. That's yeah, later, isn't I think. Yeah, that's the clouds. Uh, I think this is close to when they do the clouds, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, here, okay, here's something I'm going to talk about, fellas. Listen to this line. Listen to this line. Five-finger discount, man. Well, yeah. Do you guys Don't hear that phrase anymore. With that? 
Hmm? Well, they have oh, yeah, four fingers. Have four fingers, yeah. They have four yeah. fingers. Why is there? Four, well, three fingers and a thumb. Well, because that's the same. Writers, yeah, writers probably the four finger discount. People still would have got the joke. Well, they either, they either didn't catch it or they did it on purpose for or they were like just this, not clever. thirty years later when we would be discussing it. To me, I feel Probably like they missed something. It. Yeah, they missed it. Probably like a couple of weeks later or even years later, somebody thought about it. Like, damn it, that's what we should have done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would it be funny if they're still losing sleep at night over that? I mean, not funny. It's I terrible. I think it's they're fine. On top of their, their pile of money. <laughs> And there's a the good pile of money with many the beautiful ladies. My career. Yeah. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah so then they're, they're looking okay. at the clouds and they're just like, you know, clouds look like different stuff. And they're like, no, they're not. When you look up at clouds in the sky, they start looking like stuff. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. Like that one over there looks just like a cherry bomb. Hey, you're right. Look at that one. Looks like a guy with a switchblade stuck in his back. Yeah, that one looks like a school bus going over a cliff in flames with kids inside screaming. There's <laughs> so much detail in that one. Uh, oh, man. And they do look they like all, those they, they do right. look yeah. exactly like those things. That's where Bart's just like, look at that one. It looks like their town founder, Jebediah Springfield. They're like, Even no, it, it doesn't. Like He's like, yeah, but looks without like the head. Founder. Uh, it is funny how nerdy he comes across, like how lame he sounds. Even though he's right, like you shouldn't like sneak into movies without paying. He just sounds lame when they're just like, oh. yeah. yeah. So then they're just like, uh, it'd be great if somebody did cut the head off that statue. And Brad's like, really? oh, this pisses me off. This pisses me uh, off. We'll, so we'll much get more. into it. We'll get into it. So he, you know, thinks about that. Sorry. We forgot how much you love Jebediah Springfield. Yeah, he's your boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> jerks. I don't know why he wants to hang around with them. Like, Isn't his real name Hans uh, Sprungfeld? Isn't that? Hans well, Sprungfeld. Yeah, so eventually we get yeah. there. Yeah, but that's another um, pirate. That, that's way later, yeah. So then Bart goes home and Homer's there. The stealth bowler. The pins don't know what hit him. I love that joke. It's not like laugh out loud funny, but it's it's I, very I, clever. Yeah, I think it's funny. Homer's taken in by these stupid bowling. <laughs> That's bowling. what I mean. Liquid center, like Baker. Liquid center. Just like, <laughs> uh, like how is a bowling sense. ball stealth? Aside from giving it that name and then coming up with the pun for like the pin. I know. <laughs> you know like... <laughs> it is a great name. Uh, though. Oh, it is. Uh, it is. Continue. I just need like one second. Yeah, man. Yep. So then, uh, you know, Bart asks for a little fatherly advice from his dear father. How important is it to be popular? I'm glad you asked, son. Being popular is the most important thing in the world. <laughs> Dr. Baker, is it the most important thing in the world? Uh, you know... Like, that's the theme that I was going to talk about this episode. We can just talk about it now. Oh, is that good? oh no, no. Save it for your segment. Well, briefly, right. I'll say this. Homer's advice is not good advice. <laughs> He's setting Bart up for a lot of trouble and a lot of he, probably heartache, you know? <laughs> in pain. Like, physical yeah, pain, yeah. probably. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we were just talking about this, Francis. How important oh, is it to be popular? I'm glad you asked, son. Being popular is the most important thing in the world. 
most important thing in the world. Most important thing in the whole world. Well, I just you tell your son, your young laddie, Francis, you say, look, well, uh, <laughs> uh, young fella, being popular is the most important thing in the world. You know, family, you know, that's that's fine. But, you well, know, see, but I love popular. that Bart always comes to Homer with these, like, vague questions. And Homer's always too dumb to realize, well, he's obviously asking this for a reason where you talk about it. He always reinforces the most shallow yeah. negative aspect of it without a, set, a yeah. thought that like, Oh, Hey, he might be about to do something stupid. That's why he's asking me this. <laughs> it's it's also the way Bart words it to him. Like if Bart were to like, cause Bart's just like, is popularity important? So Homer's not listening. So he's just like, of course it is. It's the most yeah. important thing ever. But if Bart had worded it is, is popularity overrated, he would have been like, of course it is like, cause well, it's just cause he's not paying attention. What is mine? It's, it's, it's no matter. <laughs> what is matter? matter? Never mind. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, his so advice then, is just awful. <laughs> so Bart does it. He goes yeah. and he sneaks off in the middle of the night with his little, uh, there he's sneaking around with his hacksaw. All right, fun little ninja. I was going to do the science of how like easy or not easy it would be to cut the head off a bronze statue with a hacksaw. I'm curious. I do like his whole ninja get-up. Yeah, I like his ninja get-up, too. So, little factoid about ninjas, boys. Historically, ninjas did not dress that way. They actually dressed ordinary to to blend in. The reason that they are depicted that way is because they started being depicted that way in plays and, like, operas and things to make them more easily identifiable to the audience. It's like, oh, that's the ninja. Like, the guy that's obviously dressed, like, all in black with a mask and you know the sinister, all black dressed guy. Yeah. Or I suppose all if you're an assassin, you probably don't want to like be able to be like, "Oh, hey, there's the assassin guys dressed in all yeah. black." Yeah, <laughs> so more like Assassin's Creed type thing where they would like yeah. blend in the crowd, really quick strike. But it's cool getup, right. and yeah, Davin, how long would it take to cut off the head? Like a long time. Right? I didn't bother getting into that. I was going to have to do that math myself. You can't just Google how long does it take to cut off the head off a bronze well, statue with a hacksaw. Point is, so, with a hacksaw uh, and Bart being like a you know a ten year old boy, it's impossible. Take is the answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. It would. Yeah, remember the movie Saw when they try to <laughs> use a hacksaw to that's cut a, off those yeah, pipes? And that's it's just a not so possible. terrible movie. All right. So the next morning, to disagree about that. I like the first. You take your war porn. The first, the first song was kind of a mind fuck because it was like the concept was new. The concept was new. It was, and there's it's not extremely gory, but you know, it obviously by the second movie gets really schlocky. Yeah, I only watched one or two, and I never went back. But so Bert gets up next morning, and he's got his head next to the head of Jebediah in his bed. And and homage to the, the Godfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Godfather. But Francis Godfather. and I love the Godfather. Oh yeah, oh, man. Still There's the best movie great... experience I've ever had is me and Francis in a theater, pretty much by ourselves, with a big old thing of whiskey, watching the Godfather. Was, yeah, I went to I one of those imagine. like midnight movies when they were showing the Godfathers, oh, and like you know, I this... might have been at the same showing. I went to a midnight showing long ago of the Godfather. The first have been at uh, what's the one down Dark Lane, Park Lane, Dark yeah. Lane. I think that we were in the same theater, boys. Well, we, we were up in when the back corner. If you were one of the other four people there, we were hiding our whiskey from. We, we could have shared a corner whiskey oh, in the back. Yeah, uh, we, we finished uh, that uh, time. Whiskey, left, man. Yeah, it, we it's a long there. movie, but 
the two of us still yeah. finish that quarter whiskey. There, there is also um, another, at least one more reference to that horse head uh, moment. Very iconic moment in The Godfather. When Lisa is given a pony by Homer, yeah, she wakes up and there's the horse head right next to her. And she's, she's like, ah! And then it licks her face and she's like, oh, it's a pony. Yeah, classic. <laughs> I mean, who has a pony, am I right? I have a pony. Uh, hey, we can do a Seinfeld podcast maybe after we I finish. This. Yeah, I've actually been watching a buttload of Seinfeld recently, but it's fantastic. Does The Simpsons ever re- reference Seinfeld? I don't think so. Nothing. I don't think so. Family Guy makes fun. Oh, of oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, no, uh, Selma or Patty. One of them suggests changing the name of Springfield to Seinfeld. Do you remember? Yeah. Yes, I do. See, yeah. yeah, that's I do I, a little base not, thing. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a good yeah. Thing. That's, That's a, a very film festival brief, episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to generate so buzz. downstairs in the fams talking about uh, the, the big issue in town. that the, the head of the statue is missing. And Barrett gets nervous because they're all mad about it and think it's a terrible thing that it happened. Yeah. Everybody is just got, uh, heartbroken. There's scenes from all over town. People up, are upset at Moe's, you know, everywhere. Yeah. So then Barrett Great leaves modeling. and he meets up with Jimbo, Dolphin, Kearney, and he wants to show them because he at least they'll think it's cool, right? I said because they told him to do it. Bag, Bart. Go ahead, Bart. Tell them it's the head of Jebediah Springfield. Okay, I found this very funny because it's so infuriating. Like it's like what a slap yeah. in the face. Yeah, I would <laughs> be like, so pissed if I was Bart. Are you kidding so me? So bigger. Why don't you voice now why you were so mad at uh, Jimbo and Kearney and Dolph? Well, it's obvious. You know, they 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 were throwing rocks at at Jebediah. They encouraged Bart to throw rocks as well. They then openly commented on how funny it would be if someone cut off his head, and then Bart does it. And now all of a sudden they like Jebediah. Like, where the hell is this coming from? It yeah, just they keep is playing it like that. It's a complete tonal shift. Uh, I guess it just shows how dumb they are that they're just like they're going with the flow of the town sentiment. Everyone's angry at it. Uh, I just thought, well, yeah, that could be. Or I just had to. They were setting him up in the first place. Well, no, it's like the whole. I don't think they're clever enough. Yeah, Yeah, the whole day before Bart's trying. You know, they're influencing him because he's trying to be cool with them. It's like, what if? Some of his nerdiness about Jebediah kind of rubbed off on them. So the next day they're like, you know what? Maybe we maybe. shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. The, because Art know, is respecting them the way we are, right? Yeah, maybe. Art is the youngest of them, but he's still the most intelligent and definitely yeah. sometimes takes a leadership role. Uh, We've been over this. Art's not stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Art's actually oh, no, smart. no. He's, sh- he's shrewd. He's kind of dumb in, in like a book smart sense. Uh, but also, well, he's got ADHD very badly. Just to emphasize how dumb these characters are, remember the mountain bikes. They get tricked yeah. into getting locked in the janitor's closet. Oh, I love that. That's <laughs> for like a week. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's we'll funny. ride the mountain bikes to Mexico and freedom, Willie. <laughs> but then the bullies start to say how they'll beat up whoever cut the head off the thing. So yeah. Bert gets nervous and doesn't show them the head because they're just playing him. And then. Um, yeah, so then uh, we see uh, Jimbo asks Bart what's in the backpack. And he's just like, oh, nothing. You know, don't worry about it. So then he runs away and he runs home. And back home, 
He's, he's trying to bury the head in the backyard. <laughs> he should have been yeah, from bury the head. God, yeah, I'm really. stupid. But then event, uh, the, uh, the rest of the family is watching Krusty on the TV, and that's where we see Krusty and Sideshow Bob. There's for the first someone time. out there Krusty in Krusty wrong. Land who has committed an atrocity. If you know who cut off Jebediah's head, I don't care if it's your brother, your sister, your daddy, or your mommy. Turn him in, and Krusty will send you a free slide whistle, just like Sideshow Bob. Very sick. Look at Krusty's eye. Like, look yeah. how haggard he is and hung over. Look at his eye. Look at the bag he's under that eye. Steve, That's okay. very he's intentional. He's they already knew he was day. like... Oh, yeah, he, a he's friggin... a drug fiend. Yeah, they knew who he was already. Like, My favorite quest, that... crusty quote is just when he moaned. He's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what his doll does. You pull the Yeah, the doll just keeps <laughs> I gotta work on my crusty impression, but I definitely I like doing the crusty. I would buy a crusty doll that would. Uh, oh, I would. I, I, play this with <laughs> I know, right? Oh, what a good yeah. toy! They should sell them if they have it. Yeah, you know, briefly we can also I think point out crusty. Uh, he has a catchphrase, right? A couple you mentioned the, but also the you know, his laugh yeah, that he does. Laugh. And how many characters on The Simpsons have catchphrases? We're going to see this oh, time and time again. For Bopples, uh, you know, yeah. Bart's don't have a cat. I laugh like My laugh. And Marge is yeah. grown. So basically, let's get through the synopsis. The, the Bart and Homer run the head back and try to fix it. And that's when they run into the mob. Have you yeah. seen? The, have you seen me? And then, you know, it's very shocking. TV6 is there, everybody. But then yeah. Bart tells his story. And look, even Sideshow Bob is impressed with with the war. Hey, look, his hair Bart's switched. It's like, look, I was a kid. I was, I'm was, i a kid. I'm foolish. But I've learned my lesson. And they're all like, you know what? This this young lad's not so bad. This so, must be the episode where he got the D-Bart the D, D tattoo, you know, as an inspiration. <laughs> uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> That's a good point. So, but yeah, that's the end of the episode. The family forgives it, yeah. or the town forgives them, and then they put the head back on the top. Yeah. Everything works out in the end, in a very rushed, partly unexplained manner. Here's a good this is going to be an interesting segment with so many characters being introduced in this episode. Send in those soulful and doleful schmotes by the bowlful. They're here. That reminds me of going to YouTube and never and watch uh, the first. Right in Pavarotti, Nessu and Dorma. The first, there's a bunch of him doing that. But the first video that'll come up likely, watch it. And watch how he sees God at the end of it. Okay. Everybody said, I don't believe in God. But Pavarotti does. And he sees him at the end of that song. Yeah, you don't have to believe in it to be moved by the concept, you know. I know. Like, all my favorite music is all religious music. So it's just like, I get it. I get it. Yeah, Reverend Lovejoy. So, I'm character. not there with the science. I don't. I'm not jiving with the the. I have to have the science jive, you know. Yeah, 
I guess, can I uh, start us off with side characters uh, since we're talking yeah, about believing in God? Reverend Lovejoy. And uh, we'll get into his expanded family later on. Uh, I think he's a pretty funny character. I know there's other characters that are, are even funnier, but I, I figured I'd give him you know a little a little nod because I know you guys are probably going to talk about some of the other characters. He's saw. he's a very cynical character. Yeah. He's very funny. Yeah, he's he's religious. He is a true believer, but he's he, he lives more in the but world. He's tired of the than, life too. He's well, well, yeah, and he's more of a practical person. Than Flanders, who who like is very stringent to the letter Christian, and uh, it, yeah, it seems like Reverend loved him. He so loves he's his always just like, look, Ned, yeah. you're not supposed to really yeah. pay attention to yeah. that part. And, yeah. Like he'll say yeah. stuff like that to Ned all yeah. the time. And he's just like so, he's just jaded, jaded by like weeks and weeks of a congregation that doesn't really care too. Like you know what I mean? Because there are some episodes yeah. where he's really preaching his ass off, and people are just like not giving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I don't to know. This, you know, one the, of the lesser apostles. You know, yeah. like you know, <laughs> Axel or whatever. Like, <laughs> uh, I love uh, my favorite Francis, is Francis. Who's your who's oh, your yeah, side you spotlight? Um, honorable mention of Sideshow Bob, even though he doesn't do anything this episode, just because he's Sideshow Bob. But I'm, I'm probably gonna have to go with Jimbo. He's good in this. Yeah, I'm gonna do go with ice in... to bear with his bare hands. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, did I skip that? Hold on one sec. Yeah, he did. But we were getting behind, anyways. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all good. We have plenty of sound clips. All right, just said I had a thing about the. Uh... Uh, crap. What's well, your favorite? Gone. Yeah, it was a it was the the clip about how God. Do I really not have that? Ah, don't worry about it. What's your favorite side character? Fine. You know, Bart. When I was your age, I pulled a few boners. Oh, oh wait, okay. I know where that clip is. I'll, I'll I'll play the clip I want to play later. Um, my favorite side <laughs> character. I don't Sam, think we Sam ever see her again. <laughs> is the Sunday school teacher. Yeah, she was good. She was good. Yeah, she was good in this, funny. but I don't think and we ever see back. her again. Or maybe we do. No, 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 no she does. Extra kind of, just I think in, she has a couple other school class. Lines. Is she yeah. still the Sunday school teacher when Bart tries to go back because he likes Jessica and she's like, I you were happy, we were happy. Oh, I bet she is. Particularly the yeah, hamsters at the same time. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think the Simpsons does bring her back a few times. She's definitely never a major character, but... Yeah, I think so. I'm going to go with her because all the other characters who were introduced have way better episodes than this one. Yeah, we're going to talk about Apu more. We're going to talk about Krusty more. 100%. And we'll get into this controversy with Apu and everything eventually. We'll get into everything with this show eventually. We have a lot of years ahead of us. Yeah. (laughs) On this podcast. All right, let's move on. What if your family don't like bread? <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Well absorbed. Well absorbed. What if they like memes with Fat Maddie? All right. Now, now uh, to start you off here, uh, Fat Maddie, I am going to play a clip. Jebediah, Obadiah, Zachariah, Jedediah, Springfield, came west in 1838. Along the way, he met a ferocious bear and killed him with his bare hands. That's B-A-R-E, hands. 
Although modern historians recently uncovered evidence that the bear, in fact, probably killed him. <laughs> that's I my love favorite that. Card. That's, that's my favorite, favorite card. That's my favorite card. Just the Obadiah, Jedediah, Zachariah. That's all great. The fact, but the, the fact that he the fact got that the bear probably the bear. actually yeah. killed him. <laughs> Although we, really we later that. learned that Hans Sprungfeld shot the bear, is what we later. Yeah. So, Francis, um, why did you pick uh, Jebediah, Obadiah, Zachariah, Jedediah, Springfield as your meme? Well, besides the obvious comic quality there, um, I've just been quoting that for years, like decades, and no one ever knows what the fuck I'm talking about. And I was like, this is it. This is it. This is how I'm going to reach the masses and educate them about Mr. Obadiah. It's funny how things get stuck in your head like that, like little random references to the Simpsons. Yeah. I didn't remember this gag. But to you, like that was something you were constantly like saying, and people yeah. were like, "Huh?" If yeah, you said yeah. that to me, I might not quite catch it for the Simpsons. Yeah, uh, maybe not randomly. It, yeah. Like maybe not randomly, but if anyone mentioned Jebediah Springfield, to be like Jebediah, Obadiah, Zachariah, Jedediah, and people are just like, "I'm like memorize the order of those names, fellas." I guarantee you that's showing up on a future game. <laughs> All right, so get it down. Noted. Yeah, uh, excellent one, Francis. It's my favorite, actually. Even more I like than the uh, dramatization uh, Sunday school gag. That's actually my yeah. favorite gag. I like how the last the last one is Jedediah. It's almost the exact same name. <laughs> they just switch one. It's still a name. Like these they are all real know. names, and that's what's so hilarious about it. It wouldn't have been as funny if they made up the names. Uh, it's so good. All right, let's let's move on to our next uh, favorite segment by the the masses. I, I would assume. I'm just wondering, what's the point? Would it make any difference at all if I never existed? Uh, How can uh, when there's so much suffering in the world? Ah, it's a good question. What's the Lisa? point, Dr. Baker? Uh, peer pressure, social conformity, trying to fit in. It's a pretty common experience, I think, for young people. Uh, the way, at least like in the West, like here in Canada, in the United States, the way that people uh, are socialized, is, sometimes it goes smoothly, but quite often, you know, you experience feelings of being left out or not fitting in. Uh, desire to fit in can often lead to you making decisions that, you know, aren't really healthy. Bart in this episode wants to impress the bad kids, so he starts doing bad things, even to the point where they are like he goes beyond what they would do right so it shows how those kinds of influences and pressures can be just like self-destructive uh so yeah uh be wary of peer pressure we're gonna see more of that in the simpsons interesting little dynamic with Bart, calls for like, it Bart, all the time. well because he's a he's a bad boy uh in his own right but then because they're older right and this is a very common thing too right you want to mm. impress your elder peers so yeah. Bart falls into this pattern, like this bad behavior, just because of you know the. And often of, we see, the, like especially in the later episodes, like Bart is like he's a bad boy in his own right. But oftentimes when it comes to these three, like this like trio that they have, or even Nelson, like he yeah Nelson they, they look he, yeah, yeah they look down on him like he's not on their level. They still think he's a nerd. They still they still think he's a geek, yeah. even though in well, his circles he's old, the badass, yeah, right? right? Yeah. Nelson actually, or well, Nelson, hold on, Nelson's Bart's age, right? Yeah, these guys are always Well, I think yeah. he's failed a couple times. Yeah, I'll have to revisit that as well. I think they're all older than all him. those characters. But, but you yeah, don't certainly... always see Nelson yeah. with the other three. Sometimes he's a standalone. It's the other three, and sometimes they're like a foursome. 
Yeah. He has or his sometimes own crew. it's like it's he has the weasels. A couple of them. Yeah. Well, the weasels become less of a thing though, I feel like they over do. time. They do. But yeah, peer pressure. Don't fall for it, yeah. kids. Dr. Yeah. Baker. It's a it's a tough thing. I don't have the answers, folks, but uh, certainly that's the main What well, you're supposed to have the answers. Well, the the answer is be yourself, I guess, then. You know, be true to yourself. Don't succumb to peer pressure. Okay, don't go. cut off the heads that's, of statues. That's better. You happy? You know, Bart, when I was your age, I pulled a few boners. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, that's also a great line. What <laughs> What can be said, you know? She didn't say tugged. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. That would have been funny too, though, actually. The Greeks knew it. The Carthaginians knew it. Now <laughs> you know it. All right, fellas. I didn't know when I was going to. I knew I was going to talk about this eventually on this show, and I just didn't know when. But whereas it's Space Mutants 4, we're going to talk about the 8 bit NES game, Bart versus the Space Mutants. Which was a huge uh, part of my childhood. I know I didn't own that game, but I rented it all the time, and it was often set up in the machines when you'd go to department stores and things like that because it was a popular brand. So I would often play it there. So I've played the first level a million times, but you know what? I've never beaten that game because it's friggin' hard. But it was released in 1992. Nintendo, Amiga, Amstrad CPC, Atari, Commodore, and the ZX Spectrum. And in yeah, that was in 91, actually. And in 92, it came out for Sega and Sega Master System and Sega Game Gear. Produced by Acclaim Entertainment. And, and it was a great... It, look, it's not the greatest game in the world, but it looks really good. For a Nintendo <laughs> game, it looks really and good. And it like, sold it looks like it's right well. out of The Simpsons. Yeah, it sold Simpsons very well. was so hot at that time that any like third party media was was very popular. Including Look, most, games. and I'm an old school guy. I like 16 bits better than 8 bits, but I still enjoy some NES. But most NES games do not hold up. They were just yeah crap. Yeah, like I love Zelda like the, for example, the, the, but I can't like one of the lead the video one. game developers. The NES the Zeldas lead, are terrible. <laughs> Well, no. For for their day, they were like some of the better games on that system. But that's I can't not say for their day. Yeah, most yeah. NES does. I also haven't played them in like I don't know thirty. But honestly, years the Contra now. games yeah, go play them anytime. NES. Oh, Contra, I love Contra. The Let's all get together and play Contra. Contra. I got them all here, man. Days. I got the I Super Nintendo one yeah. too. Yeah, we'll and the freaking table. Contra. Not anymore. Oh no! Oh, well. R.I.P. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, my pool table you traded your pool table for a daughter. Uh, for a I baby, guess that's yep. a pretty good trade. Don't yeah, let Davin talk you into playing NBA Jam. It's a trick. It's okay. a fucking trap. It's not a trick. It's a trap. Razzle dazzle. He's unbeatable. Like razzle dazzle. <laughs> the first video game uh, that we've. You know what's really fun right? though? Having Francis beat you the entire game and just like shooting from the uh, other end of the court at the very end. Even, of the I'm game not even having this conversation. Game. It's you, quite fun. It, I'm not even talking about this. I want to turn so, this thing we're off. Talking about NBA yeah. Jam, we're talking about The Simpsons. Yes, but uh, NBA Jam that's is that's great, especially when you're playing against Francis. That's all I'm saying. Um, but so, yeah, so that's first, all I want to say. It was a big, yeah. big th- game for me. I rented it all the time. It's very, it's, 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 um, 
it's a play off of like the stuff you see in this episode and other times when they show the Space Mutants movies and stuff, which it does happen a few yeah. more times. And then comes up prior to Kang also, and Kodos. It, it's also uh, a play off of They Live, the movie, starring around. Yeah, David, <laughs> Keith, classic. Keith David. Put on, on the glasses. glasses. Yeah. Then, but that's what <laughs> yeah. Bart has to do in this game. And then he has to yeah. spray paint the aliens so that everyone can see them. That's basically what uh, the, how the game works. And it's hard. It's kind of slow. The controls are a little weird, but it's fun. It's we've, actually. We've uh, talked about this. Designed to eat quarters. That's how games used to work. Yeah, they well, that wasn't an arcade easy. game. That game wasn't designed to eat quarters. It was just it happened to be made hard. Well, I guess <laughs> so that you keep playing it longer, maybe? I don't know. Well, well it, they didn't want their games to be beaten in the first hour you buy it, because then they don't feel like they're worth $50, and they don't sell the next game. So there is that. Yeah, like, and that's what I liked about games. They weren't just time sucks back then, where it's just like, as long as you're the player has to put 12 hours into it to beat it. You have a successful game. I also think, too, like, in the earlier days, like, sort of the barometer of, like, where the difficulty level of a thing should be was, like, a little harder to, like, pin down. They probably go, this is a medium difficulty Mm -hmm. game, and you're like, actually, no, it's fucking impossible. Well, there were broken (laughs) games, like Silver Surfer for the NES is broken. You can't beat it. it, it, You can't even get past level one. That game is so insane. No one should ever buy it. And I love the Silver Surfer, but not that game. So that's that's history <laughs> antiques with Devin. So let's get to that. Uh, I know Francis and Baker's favorite part of the show because they're very competitive fellas. <laughs> now let's have even more fun. Let's have some more fun with Principal Skellner here. You guys ready? Yes. yes. Okay. So as uh, our regular listeners know, they'll know what's about to happen here, but we'll explain it for the new listeners. I have uh, many games I present these fellows with, but this one, more fun with Principal Skellner, I will uh, display a character, and they will have to tell me the character's name, and there may or may not be a follow-up question regarding that character. Just four more points. So, you guys ready? Yes, mm-hmm. but we should pick it up because we're already over time. Who is this? Uh, that's uh, oh, Hans. I know his name. Yes, Uder. 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 Yeah. What is his last name? Uh, I don't remember. Uder von Grotten. That sounds right. Zorker. Not wow. even close. I'm going to point Baker point, for Uder, though. And as usual, yeah. remember your own scores, fellas. I have enough to do. All right. All right, one point. I right, got one my for finger held up. Just more, warming up, guys. I'm warming up, all right? Lightning round. Next. Let's keep him going. Who is this? Uh, <sighs> this is a hard one. I I don't even know if I recognize him. I, I know, but where, why can't I place it? Five. Four, I'll tell you the three. episode. He's in. He's in the one where Homer becomes uh, a country singer manager. Yeah, it's Lurling's manager. Probably I just can't remember his name. I or, or barely remember the, that episode. He like hosts that show they go on. Yodeling Zeke. Yodeling Zeke. All right. Yodeling Zeke. All right. Well, That's no one. I haven't seen that one in ages. Who is this character? Uh, uh shoot! Isn't that uh, uh, what's his name's wife? Reagan's wife. Uh, no. 
I recognize her. I uh... I got I don't got it. Yeah. All right, Mary Bailey. That's the person Marge likes to vote for instead of Quimby. That's Mary Yeah, Bailey. I remember now. Yeah. Ooh, these right. are obscure. I like it though. I like it yeah. hard. But yeah. fucking... It's jog it's jogging the memory. I like that. It's getting me All right, fellas, you know, excited for these episodes. Oh, uh, he's the dean, but what's his name? We'll give you one point for the dean. Yeah, okay. give him a uh, point. He's name? He knows it's the dean. I don't remember his name. Another point for the name. Oh, I'm just kidding. Three. Oh, no. All two, I know is they're brav on work nerdlinger. Dean, dean Bitterman. That sounds, that sounds about right. Yeah. What universe? What? Institution is Dean Bitterman the dean of? I don't know, but the frat is Chugalug House. <laughs> Guesses? I don't know. I don't know. S- Springfield University. You should have just guessed. <laughs> yeah. I, I gotta use but the washroom. It's, 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 <laughs> so it's, it's a show yeah. they watch. Why would the show be based in Springfield? You know, that's the Homer goes to that university. No, no, because the All dean right, at that university there. is the hip guy. Dean Bitterman's from that show they watch, like a Bravo yeah, better yeah, work yeah. nerdlinger. And like yeah, the you got it mixed up. The guy who plays in the replacements is, is the guy, the hip guy. Yeah. Yeah, I used to be a bass player. All right, one point apiece. Who is this? Still neck and neck. Oh, that's uh, that's Joe Quimby's uh, wife. Yeah, it might be Quimby's wife. It could be the wife of uh, George W. Bush, though, or George H. All right, w. One Bush. point for Quimby's wife. Another point if you know her name. So Francis is up to one. Yeah, just give it to no, Francis. I don't know her, name. her eyes are weird. Martha Quimby. Of course, it's Martha. Martha. Yeah. All right. Was this. All right, I'm just going to say, can we give this one to Francis? Uh, I don't know who that is. He's, uh, he's like, uh, like they're Australian, fucking Indiana Jones knockoff, but I don't know his name. Yeah, I don't oh. know who that is. It's Milhouse's uncle, Norbert Van Houten. Houten. I literally don't That's remember this episode. Obscure. This must be like, yeah, this, like season. So long. if I were to ask you for another point, what country he's from, you wouldn't be able to tell. No, me. like I said, can we just end this now? Give the give it to Francis. We're already ten minutes. You'll be all right for another five minutes, Baker. All right, who does this guy work for? I know it, but I'm just the IRS. I was going to say the IRS, but I thought it was something else. All right, okay. there's two more. Who is this guy? Oh, um, Brad Goodman. Brad, I can't believe you got that. That is Brad Goodman. Out of all those other ones, you can't believe I got this one? <laughs> well, he's very obscure. Yeah, no, I remember. Um, all right, what, uh, what institution does this character work for? This is the last one. NASA. Wow. Yeah, Francis killed it. All right. Francis is the winner of more fun. Good job. 
I need to get like a, a canned like applause for the winner. I'll do that for next next episode. All right, Baker, you can get out of here if you want. All right, yeah, I would Baker, give this Baker episode a, a pee or something. A four. I have to use the washroom, okay? So I'm going to go destroy a urinal cake. And uh, you guys, uh, you can hash out the ratings a little more. But yeah, I'd give this one a four. This was, or even a, you know, eh, three. three. I'll pump it down to three. Yeah, I There's agree. There's a couple three. funny points. Mm-hmm. And usually when they're not funny, they make up on it with the heart. But the heart was even kind of lazy. I'll give it a three. Yeah. And like bad yeah. advice. The heart was all like bad advice and shit. <laughs> it's like it wasn't good heart. Well, you're supposed to, you know, you're supposed to take well, he comes to, that's not the, the end, correct he, way to do things. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, yeah, have a good night, guys. The board. Yeah, later. Sam likes it. Sam you gives it a five. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Five's not bad for these early ones. Find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. You can contact us at kbbblpodcast at gmail.com. Audio-only version wherever you get your podcasts. And we are a proud member of the United Federation of Podcasts. That's us. And in this uh, federation, we have Hold Up, the movie podcast, which we did yesterday. Oh, my, it got fiery. Cousin Dave was a firecracker. It was the politics <laughs> episode. We got into it. Thank <laughs> for Strange Love. You ever seen that, Francis? Uh, it's been a while, but yeah. What a great movie. One of my favorite movies ever. I hadn't seen it before, but it blew It's like Dr. Strange Love or How I Learned to Love the Bomb or something like that. It's like the full thing. Oh, man, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Also, check out Super Mater Brothers, where they review reality shows. Check out X-Rated, my X-Men podcast. We interview people. We review episodes. My co-host on that has the Graphic Histories podcast, where he interviews people in film, comics, a lot of in-depth interviews, too. A lot of two-parters recently. Lots of good stuff happening there. Check out the Hellbound podcast with Alex Blackburn and Michael Chan. They talk about horror. They interview people in the horror world as well, I believe. And also check out Trivial Debates. Next one coming up, hosted by Jimmy L. Robinson, will be about reality shows. Competing is... Uh, I don't know this guy. They call him Foster. Foster, we'll call him. And then there's also competing is my cousin Jeff and my cousin Dave. Brothers, they are brothers. They are the Super Mater brothers, and they're, they'll be battling. And also Live Long Podcast, where we talk about Star Trek. We review episodes there. In the Ops Division, we do radio theater, things like that. In my Science Division, we, get, we do deep dives. We launch probes. We debate. We figure out the science of things. And in Locutors of Trek... Oh, Trekle Trunk. Yeah, well, that's one of the things we do. There we go. The cuters of Trek. Me and Dave do stuff. Francis plays music with us. Sometimes, Sometimes that ends up uh, on the channel as well. So, you know, it'll happen. Three tunes from the Taylor Shop. That's one of our segments. But that's, you know, all our shows here in the Mighty Federation. And uh, any final thoughts there, Francis? No, I'm good, man. Me too. I wish I had something profound or a nice end to the episode, but yeah, I got nothing. I'm weak. Don't cut the heads off statues. Takes too long. Don't cut the heads off statues. You'll probably regret it the second you do it. And in real life, you'll probably go to jail or at least pay a very hefty fine, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. That would be a hefty fine, wouldn't it? Yeah. You don't want to pay that fine, people. It'd be a statue replacing fine. (laughs) 
Later, everybody. Catch you next week. Later. KBBBL Podcast. <laughs> Where the extra B is for BYOBB.